What's up guys, Gilbert here, with another update on our future comics that are coming out on the Comic Experience. As I mentioned last time, we have Princess Leia number 5 coming out November 10th, we have Darth Vader 17 coming out on November 24th, and we also have Star Wars number 5 coming out on December 8th. Remember guys, if you like our videos, like and subscribe to our channel, and maybe even check out our Patreon, because we love making these videos, and we would love to make them even more for you. Alright, now on to the show. What's going on, guys and gals? If you made your way over to the comic experience, this is the Fulcrum Report. Whee! Yeah, woo, 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 yeah. Whoop, 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 whoop. The spoopy <laughs> Halloween episode, episode 15. What's going on, everybody? Uh, please, before we start, please uh, make sure to drop a like, subscribe to this wonderful channel for our awesome comic dubs and uh, podcasts. You can hit the bell notification so you know when the videos come out, and uh, comment below. We constantly bring you guys into the, the fold, so uh, we're looking down there, so be ready. Uh, I am your host and co-director, Sebastian. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Here in this corner, in this hypothetical corner, we have the Gilbs. What's going on, Gilbert? What's up, guys? <laughs> Glad to be here and for the spoopy episode. <laughs> Ooh. We have to have our light. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, what's going on? We have Marshall, Machine of a Man. What's going on, Marshall? Hello. Thank you for having me back for episode fifteen, the Cantina Chronicles. <laughs> I know. So, so. <laughs> thank you so much, Marshall, for being back on. Anytime. Okay, real quick, let's do the quiz question. For I don't know why I forget it every week. Uh, <laughs> the quiz question for episode fifteen. I'm giving you guys a job to fix the DCEU or the DC Cinematic Universe. So I don't want to hear any do away with it because that's not your job. You have to fix it. <laughs> so think hard. I don't think we yeah, have that so much all, time. all you guys on Twitter who are like, just kill, kill the DCEU. <laughs> You're fired. You from orbit. <laughs> That's not that's not the mission right. I gave I, you. I, I, gave I think you. I got it. I know how. But I said, we'll fix save it. That for later. Take, I said fix it, not take care of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> um let's let's yeah, let's talk about uh the cancellation of Boba Fett. Um I, I'm gonna start with you, Gilbert. Um I don't know. Me personally, I'm a little bummed. I was excited for you know, we got the movie we didn't ask for and I was psyched for the movie we all were waiting for and we didn't get it. So what what are you thinking? Uh well, on the one hand, I mean, I I'm I'm bummed out that we're, that's not going to happen because you know, yeah, I really wanted a Boba Fett movie. I dude, that was like something I was super into, like screw Solo, screw Rogue One, all it Boba Fett all day long. But yeah, that's uh, I don't know, man. I guess, I mean, on the one hand, I, I could just, I can have that hype forever now and not have to have anything ruined for me. Real quick, what would your dream Boba Fett movie, would it have been placed after episode six or would it have been no, a, no, like... No. It would have been like no. Clone Wars era. Uh, he's a young Boba Fett chilling out with like Dengar and Bosk and, and all the other, um, uh, you know, bounty hunters and just show us him like being a rival to all the other bounty hunters, you know, how he, how he kind of became the best one. Gotcha. Almost as like a high budgeted like Clone Wars episode. Exactly. Uh, Marshall, what are you, are you sad that we're not getting a Boba Fett movie? I mean, I sure am. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a pretty diehard Boba Fett fan, but I'm I'm not disappointed in the slightest. Uh, I mean, it's, this is the third time it's been cancelled now, mm. so my hype for it was already dead. After the first time. <laughs> but uh, I think they're, they're focusing more on The Mandalorian now, which everyone's excited for. Mm -hmm. But and, and after the failure of Solo, I think it's a good choice to cancel it. Now, do you think this cancellation of, you know, Solo movies, do you think that's going to kind of be widespread? Do you think we're, we're going to see kind of a, a slowdown of those Solo movies? or? Yeah, I, I, I can't see them making another one anytime soon. That's a shame, too, because we got two. Like, we only got to taste a little bit of what a Star Wars spinoff was. Like, and it's sad that, do you think that they kind of both, you know, this whole cancellation almost is weighing on the, you know, Solo and Rogue One, the feedback from that? Hmm. 
Uh, yeah, more so solo than Rogue One, because Rogue One felt like a, a full Star Wars movie with loads of different main characters, whereas Solo was pretty much just about Han Solo, in my opinion. So I think Rogue One stands out a bit more. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and yeah, we'll talk more about The Mandalorian, and, and I have some ideas with that. But um, um, real quick, um, I'm gonna we're going to move on to The, to the Mandalorian, but... Um, I'm curious. It's not written in history yet, or at least in the the Disney canon. We don't know much. We just have Boba Fett from the movies, basically, in the Clone Wars. Yeah, I've had that in my head ever since. Like he escaped. He's on a beach somewhere, living his best life. That's awesome. <laughs> He's drinking a mojito through his helmet somehow. Oh my god. <laughs> what about you, Gilbert? Where where's Boba Fett to you? In my mind, Boba Fett's dead, but it's because he broke out of the Sarlacc pit. And went after Han Solo again, and they had an epic duel. They had an epic like a shootout where he died. I'm like, that's that's <laughs> my. He, yeah. he went out like a badass. That's that's my uh, Boba Fett. I'm totally done he with would that. Kick Solo's ass. Well, um, let me know. I want to pitch. I want to pitch this one to you guys. But I always thought it would be cool if they did a Boba Fett prequel movie to just for a section of the movie. If you could do it right for a section of the movie how have him do uh some sort of little mission with han solo where they're allies and maybe have you know han solo get one over on boba fett or something um and maybe give boba fett a a grudge against han solo i thought that would have been cool to have them maybe like partners at one point yeah that'd be kind of cool Cool. So, uh, which one? Which one of you was it that broke into the Mandalorian set? I, you know, I'm all about getting the good deets for the show, but that's a little too far. Uh, uh, Gilbert, was that you? <laughs> and uh, what? <laughs> I wish I could say it was me. If, it, like, honestly, if they, if those people had come to me and told me they were gonna do it, I'd have been in. I'd have, I always wanted a Mandalorian helmet. <laughs> Like a go on like a real life Star Wars heist? Um, no, dude, no kidding. I, I'm, when I heard that, I'm like, dude, I, dang it, you stole my idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love all the memes about it's George Lucas that went in and stole it all because he was seen on set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I posted that one. I, I think I saw somebody say that, and I'm like, oh my god, yes. <laughs> the, yeah, Half Life Three confirmed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just got that suspicious look on his face all the time, hasn't he? Like, what are oh, you up to, George Lucas? There's George Lucas, Favreau, and uh, what's his name from uh, from the Clone Wars? Uh, why am I drawing a blank right now? Uh, the director of the Clone Wars, oh, Dave and Filoni. We all talk- Dave Filoni. All three of them in a picture. Like it's like I'm pretty sure there's something going on. <laughs> no Kathleen Kennedy in sight. Where she should be. (laughs) (laughs) I have my own words about that, but if I ever want to get paid by Disney, I'll I'll be a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 keep it cool. We'll be. I have nothing against the lady. I'm just like, hey, under your control, there's been some slip ups, so I'm holding you responsible, just like you would any leader, right? Mm. Mm Mhm. So that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, Marshall. Uh, what what? I, I believe some um, flash drives were stolen or some hard drives were stolen. What important info could be on those flash drives? Oh, God. The the entire script for the entire season? Oh, boy. Uh, it could be everything on there. Yeah, that's true. You know? The... <laughs> <laughs> it could just be pictures of George Lucas like wearing all the costumes. But uh, let's go on to uh, Daredevil Season 3. I know Gilbert, he binge-watched it for us. Um, Gilbert, take <laughs> it away. How was how Daredevil Season 3? Oh, dude, it was everything I wanted it to be and so much more. Like, yep. the, like from him being, like, you know, redonning the black costume and then, and just because he was being, you know, he's being set up by, spoiler alert, he's being set up by Bullseye. And the, and that, oh my god, the, the freaking Bullseye character was... Uh, it was. It was just. Yeah. Why don't we start with Bullseye? Because we've been um, dying for him basically since season one. We thought yeah. all, we all thought he'd be there in our imaginations. Season three, oh, we nah. get Bullseye. Is he? Yeah, was it, he worth it? Oh, dude, he was so worth it. And like, but there's several. Like, there's so many times where he like it. You kind of after a while, it kind of gets a little stale. I'll, I'll be admit because every single time he's on screen, he is just whooping the ever living hell out of out of Daredevil. And it's just, like if you're just like, dude, what the heck, man? Like, come on. 
<laughs> be daredevil. So what's his what's his shtick? <laughs> his like shtick is he a mutant or something? Well, or what no, makes no, him he's, so good at like? He's just he he's a psychopath. <laughs> he's just like he's he's like as a little kid like he got he went crazy and killed his baseball coach, and from there he's oh, just cool. They do that from the comics. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, like he's he's so like softball to the head or whatever. Yeah, exactly. He bounces it off a fence and hits him in the head. That's so. <laughs> but cool. yeah, dude, it's it's real cool. Like it and having all that. Like he's I guess he's like one of the FBI agents, and so like uh, uh, Kingpin just starts corrupting him and makes him into into his like lapdog, and the whole thing is just it's so great. Like you guys in the episode where they show his uh, whole origin story, they do it in kind of like flashbacks, and it's it's really it's mm. awesome. Okay, cool. I'm psyched, and I assume that they didn't give him a comic accurate costume, or uh, well, they, they they give him like the no, bullseye on his hat, right? No, they, it, most of the most of the show he's wearing the the daredevil costume, but uh, uh, there's there's oh. one part in the show where he actually like when it shows him as a little kid, he's wearing a, a baseball hat and it has a bullseye on the on the forehead. So it they uh. they kind of they kind of <laughs> tease at it, but okay. See that bothers me a little bit. I wanted the sermons from I don't know some a little bit. Of, I mean, he doesn't have to have a mask, but I wanted to see him in some sort of like tactical some. But that's just me being a, wanting to see my dreams come true. Uh, <laughs> Marshall, any questions for for Gilbert and Daredevil season three? Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of uh, you know people saying it's it's the best one so far out of the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say it's absolutely necessary to watch the first two before you watch season three? I mean. I would say so because otherwise you're you're gonna, there's going to be a lot of stuff they make reference to from the last two seasons that isn't going to make very much sense if you don't watch them. But right. I mean, yeah, I mean you can you can totally watch this and not have seen uh, Defenders. It's just gonna you know you're gonna if you haven't seen Defenders you're gonna have question well why is he all messed up like why is he why is he at this church why is he all beat up and you know what was that explosion at the very beginning of the show like it's because yeah it's in the it's in yeah. the direct aftermath of Defenders. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've seen all yeah, the way yeah, up yeah. to Punisher, so like I, I had definitely like a whole season of everybody to catch up on. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm I'm psyched for Daredevil. Um, I don't. For me, I I don't know. I really dug Daredevil season two. I loved the inclusion of him in the Punisher. Oh. Yeah. Um. Did did that top this? I would say yes because like the the fight scenes that they have, like the some of the scenes that they show are just so much better than the than previous uh, seasons. And I mean, while the Punisher was a fun character, I think this Bullseye character, it's kind of like, it was like, you know, he had the Punisher and Daredevil where they're both kind of friends, but they're kind of not. This one, they are very much not. It's, it's just like, it's someone who's on Daredevil's level, but he's just an hmm. evil guy. And it's, it's really cool. Cool, cool. Uh, spoiler, spoiler, quick spoiler alert, but uh, he, 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 he's not going back in the red costume as of right now, right? No, he, like... he never, he never donned the red costume again the whole, the whole season. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Because his name is basically like kind of destroyed after Bullseye takes over. Yeah. Exactly. He kill, he kills like three or four people in the costume, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, Daredevil's a bad guy now." Okay. Mm. <laughs> so and then real quick, so like for me as a Daredevil fan, um, I don't know. It's like I don't know. We were talking earlier. It's kind of about like you know I watch these comic book shows do you hope Daredevil shows back up as Daredevil or do you think they're just going to keep him as this like black ninja thing oh um I'm sure he'll get a new costume eventually it's just not going to be the one that we've seen because I'm pretty sure that that guy who made his costume is dead now I it it doesn't confirm it but I'm pretty sure okay because hashtag not my looking Daredevil (laughs) (laughs) hashtag not my Daredevil Like I loved him in season one. It makes Matt murder. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I loved him in season one when he did the black thing, and then at the very last episode, he he finally got the red thing, and I'm like, cool, he's Daredevil. We got season two, he's Daredevil. We got Defenders, uh, he's like Daredevil half the time, and then the other time he's Matt Murdock with the scarf over his face. <laughs> but like, we got him in that, and then like he's back in the black costume again, and I'm like, oh, like. I didn't get to see Daredevil that much, you know. Yeah. See, what I think is that I'm thinking in season four they might they might go kind of go a little crazy. They might give him like the red and yellow uh, outfit, like his original costume, which I think would be kind of cool. I think that would be rad. Yeah, they got to do it if they're if they're going that route. Oh yeah, actually, you know, it's funny. I was watching uh, the Marvel stuff on Netflix the other day, and I saw a picture of the Defenders with just Luke Cage and Iron Fist on it. And I mean, during Luke uh, spoilers during Luke Cage uh, season two. There's an epi- there's an entire episode where Iron Fist shows up and like teams up with him, so I'm thinking that 
what they're going to end up doing is like they're going to make the defenders uh, the the show for like Luke Cage and and uh, Iron Fist, or they're going to give them both their own show just about the two of them. And because yeah, they can't. I'm, I'm sorry, but those two characters they can't do it by themselves. Like they, they can't be uh, um, you know entertaining by themselves. But together, maybe. Yeah, yeah I totally agree with you because um, we got what's his name? We got. Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, and he worked there. Um, I even dug Luke Cage, like, for half his own season. But then, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. You get kind of, like, burnt out on him. Iron Fist literally can't hold his own season, which is so sad. Um, But when you saw him in Defenders, and, yeah, and you see him in in these little team-ups, it works every single time. And they've been talking about doing away with the Defenders, I guess, which kind of bums me out a bit because that's what I was – I was waiting for a defend. Like I don't know what's happening, but I was waiting for defenders, and it happened in eight little things. And I guess it didn't do too well. And then that's that. And it's like, come on, guys! Like I waited for that. Like I remember when the news broke that they were doing that. I waited. You know, I'm the guy that waits for these these cool things, and that's that. And then so at least hopefully, you know, they can't. Yeah. So let's talk about that real quick. They canceled both Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Coincidentally, kind of in the in the same week question mark um so marshall do you think we're getting a heroes for hire do you think more shows are going to get canned are they doing away with the netflix what's going on are we just going to get like a you know are we going to be left with maybe like daredevil punisher jessica what's what are you thinking uh i i think jessica jones will be the next one to go for sure i i can't see them bringing back iron fist and luke cage in a heroes for hire thing because i think they're pretty boring to be honest even together, I don't think I'd watch it. No, I agree with you, actually, because look, Daredevil works just because it's like that whole vibe with Daredevil kind of works. But all the other Netflix shows are pretty boring compared to like the, I don't know, go go watch a couple Marvel movies and then pop on over to Netflix after that hype and turn on an episode of Jessica Jones and it, you get <laughs> and, pretty look. Yeah. <laughs> It's sad the state of these Netflix shows. I don't know what's going on, and I do see it kind of going in a negative, disappearing direction. And that's sad because, like, some of them worked and some of them didn't. And it's, I don't know, it's not cool that, like, I finally, finally, finally got to see Luke Cage be it in a cinematic universe where he never shows up with anybody. Like, there's, you know, like, every, I don't know, you go back to, back and watch, like, the old adventure cartoons. Luke Cage shows up occasionally with the Avengers, and it's like a a little, you know, they have a a little thing, and it's cool. Um, We didn't get to see any of that. It's like these characters went over to Netflix, oh, yeah, they're in the MCU, totally get wasted. Yeah, I think because the the character's powers were so boring as well. Like, Luke Cage, he was just a strong guy. Jessica Jones, she was just strong. Iron Fist, he could, like, throw a punch like a really a really good punch every once in a while yeah 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 like a really good bar fight the thing about these (laughs) the thing about these characters too is it's not a i mean they kind of you're right they all kind of do the same thing i imagine like can you imagine playing a video game where you can swap between all the characters it would be like lego star wars they can all do the same thing yeah it's doing the, the, the same damn thing you know so when you do these stories it's all about I don't know, for me, visuals and storytelling and making sure that you gave me something entertaining. And to be 100% honest, um, compared to the rest of the MCU, I feel like maybe 30% of the Netflix stuff works. I think Punisher's totally rad. And yeah, you can't do that. And Punisher's Punisher for what Punisher is, but you don't have to turn every Netflix show into a Punisher. Mm -hmm. Um, No, I'm... I mean, he's extremely unique in in what he does, Punisher. And Daredevil's the same thing, you know. They they both stand out. But with Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, it's just, you know, they're just strong. Yeah, no, it's just disappointing. Um, so um, let's give our final, you know, I don't know. I kind of see the Netflix thing kind of almost coming to an end. And mm-hmm. it hasn't even been. In 2016, we got Daredevil season one. So it's only been three years. This is what we got. Um, Gilbert, were you overall happy with what you got from that? You know, this is the MCU. Don't like, let's not forget that. I know we give it all a break, but it's a part of the MCU. We got this stuff. Are you happy with what you got? I mean, I would say so. Yeah, it kind of has a show for everyone. I mean, maybe, maybe Daredevil, maybe Daredevil is just my thing because I'm, (laughs) I know I'm a a white dude and 
I'm not, you know, but you know, like I'm, I feel like Luke Cage was something for, it was like made for a specific audience. Jessica Jones made for a specific audience. And you know, so everyone kind of got something that they were looking for. Is that why Iron Fist didn't work? Because there was no... <laughs> we're, not some, we're not some douchey hippie. Yeah, no one wanted to be Iron Fist. <laughs> I can't really. There are no with... children anywhere playing in the playground thinking, yeah, I'm going to be Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah, nah. I remember, like, always as a kid, like, attempting to roleplay as Iron Fist for, like, a second. Because I, like, I had <laughs> trading cards as him. I had his figures and, like, I had him in my comic books and stuff. And he was always cool, so like I'd occasionally be like, oh, I'm Iron Fist, and it just never worked. <laughs> yeah. Just throwing a punch. Just All I want is, I just <laughs> want to see the, the, the Daredevil one. I, I want to see that go forever, or maybe not forever, but for a while longer. And I want to see it mixed with like Spider-Man or something. I, I want to see Daredevil and Spider-Man team up. Like, show me that, and I'll be happy. That and I'll, and I will good. shut the hell Especially up. Especially with all the Kingpin love we're getting, too. Exactly. We got Kingpin. Yeah. yeah, we got Kingpin coming up in Spider-Verse. We have Kingpin in the Spider-Man game. Uh, Kingpin is a huge Spider-Man bad guy. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, let's let him do something. Daredevil's dark on TV, but I don't... Or at <laughs> least on that, you know Netflix, but I don't see why he couldn't show up in something Spider-Man related and be good enough you know to not you know where they don't have to pg-13 him to death but like it you know he's not that gory of a character and it's not like he needs to you know destroy people exactly so there's no reason why they couldn't show up that's the most feasible one out of everybody you know um marshall what have you thought about the the your daredevil uh netflix marvel experience are you pleased with what you got uh, 50-50 I, I, I really liked Jessica Jones the first one Punisher was excellent cool so uh, let's get on to hey nice of you to show up Harrison what's going on <laughs> oh hey 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 so funny thing apparently clocks go backward for me but not for you guys we have a whole see, cultural differences here in America we make Halloween a priority so we're going to wait until afterwards to mess with our daylight savings <laughs> America <laughs> because America because <laughs> that's what America does we care about the littlest things <laughs> we actually care about our children we care yeah <laughs> so hey, hey darkness is good <laughs> but but welcome in welcome, welcome in. in welcome back Harrison thank you Gilbert for always really today um so let's get on to our next topic. Um, you missed quite a bit of show, Harrison, but we're going to move on to our next topic. It's been um, six years tomorrow, or what is what is today's date? Today's the 28th. So on uh, in a couple of days, on the 30th, it will have been the sixth anniversary of Disney purchasing Star Wars for Sir George Lucas. Um, so I think it would be a great idea since it's our special episode and it's the anniversary, um, for us to go back and see if we're happy with what we got. Uh, we got some movies, um, definitely all of our Star Wars comics have been amazing. Um, a couple games, uh, some shows, so let's get into it. Um, let's start with the movies. Gilbert, are you pleased with Uh, what Disney's given you? Overall, I'd say yes. I mean, I liked Solo. For all of its flaws, I did like it. And I loved Rogue One. So, yes, I would say so. And those are two of like the biggest ones under Disney. I mean, the, as far as the new trilogy, <laughs> meh. It's all right. It's, I mean, I, I, I will watch, I'll watch them. Put it on, I'll watch it. <laughs> but, yeah, I would say, I would say I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with it. I'm, I'm happy. Absolutely. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, um, same for all of us here. We, you know, we'll complain about this stuff. Till we're blue in the face, yet pop, you know that stuff pops on, you know TNT or whatever. I'm gonna sit down and watch Last Jedi no matter you know matter how much yes. I complain about because <laughs> I'm a Star Wars fan and that's what we do. Marshall, let's. Um, oh, real quick, Gilbert. Let, uh, so could you let's rank them then? There's only four movies, so why don't you go ahead and rank it in your opinion uh, from say... let's say from from worst to best. I'm gonna say, all right, worst to best. Yeah, it's gonna be probably uh, Force of, or no, actually, Last Jedi, Force Awakens, Solo, Rogue One. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Mm. Thank you, sir. So we got his his uh, vote in. Sir Marshall, are you pleased with what you've gotten out of the Disney <laughs> canon? 
uh, they destroyed an entire uh, canon that you once <clears throat> knew and loved, potentially. So, <laughs> was it worth it? Yeah. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Rogue One? Yeah. Force Awakens? Okay. After that, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> It seems like it's kind of around the board with that. And uh, okay, so would you? Uh, do you have any comments? You know of why you feel this way? Uh, go onto YouTube and type in <laughs> "The Last Jedi." Watch all the four million result videos, and then you will understand my dilemma. <laughs> you know, what? it's funny that like all the vi- it's it's pretty much only been one of the only movies where I almost agree with you know a large percentage of why everybody was upset so yeah i feel you on that one um Um, we didn't even have the games to uh cheer us up either because those have been terrible yeah we're ready to talk about Mm. that in just a second so what was your ranking for the the star wars disney universe uh worst to best worst to best yeah we'll save best for last the last jedi solo force awakens rogue one Perfect. Thank you, sir, for your input. No problem. Right on. Yeah. So, if you could, so if, uh, real quick, if you could go all, uh, back in time, would you, and and you you were on that that faithful day in October thirtieth, two thousand twelve, if Satan was hand, oh. is standing right in front of you, <laughs> and said, "In this hands, you have the future of Star Wars, and you will continue to get movies." But the catch is that they will not all be enjoyable. <laughs> would you? Would you? Would you do? Could, oh god! If I could go back in time, I'd find George Lucas and I'd be like, "George, please, don't do this, please, for the good of humanity, please." And I would get on my knees and I would beg George Lucas. You and you'd give him a copy of the Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, I, I would take him with me to the future to see the destruction that would happen. Then you take him to the apocalypse like, and he's like, what yeah. happened? And you're like, Disney happened. Yeah, but then, then he'd be like, but it's $5 billion. And I'd be like, fair enough, George. Do what you got to do. Go enjoy your <laughs> food like, court right. meals. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Marshall. No problem. Cool. Harrison. Yes. It's like I, I keep repeating myself six years under Disney since I I don't know. I, I remember the thoughts going through my head. Uh, do you remember the thoughts going through your head when you heard the news? Yeah, I think um, like around the world, there was a great sigh of relief that George Lucas didn't control Star Wars anymore. Um, and we, we all thought a new golden age was coming forwards. Because, hey, you know, like, because uh, I think... Um, Disney had owned Marvel for a bit by then, hadn't they? Yeah. yeah so yep. Marvel was going from strength to strength under Disney, and well, it just looked like blue skies all ahead. How wrong we were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, possibly without Disney taking over, we might not have got more stuff in the of these Star Wars things that are coming out. We might not have had these new movies. And uh, that's why I said it was almost like a deal a deal with the devil, man. You like, you know, we got what we wanted, but there's a catch. That's, that's <laughs> it, you know. And and, and um, I've been saying this to people recently that uh, I just think I don't know if it's that as I'm getting older, I'm just way more cynical, and I'm just more like yeah. just leave stuff alone. You know, I I, I want things to be uh, to be dead and gone. <laughs> you know, like like don't uh, you ever seen Pet Cemetery? Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> Coming 2019. I, I swear George Lucas has a tattoo saying that on his back. <laughs> you guys are... Okay, Harrison, real quick. You are familiar. They're coming out with the reboot of that movie, yes? Are you, oh, yeah, yeah they I are. vaguely heard something about that, yeah. Yeah, they got the, tra- they got the trailer, so... <laughs> uh, I mean, you know. They didn't even take their own advice. <laughs> I mean, to, to, be, to be fair, I mean, oh God, have you seen the original Pet Cemetery? It's not a work of art. No. <laughs> it's just a cool pop culture reference. It's not something you actually go and watch. No, but it's, hey, it's got the guy who used to be in the monsters in it. Oh, so say yeah. no more. So, Star Wars. <laughs> um, 
let's what, what's your rating what's your rating uh, on the whole on your rate let's go worst to best worst to best okay um okay so solo um last jedi rogue one and uh we're topping it off with um force awakens i think force awakens was such a promising start wow you know yeah. what? And I want to go. I want to say this to all you guys because I I did the Star Wars marathon. I almost skipped because I'm gonna agree with Harrison for one second. I did the Star Wars marathon not too long ago, and I almost skipped Force Awakens because I remember everybody being like, "It's Episode Four again," and I'm like, "I literally just sat through that movie," so I almost skipped through it. But I decided to mm. sit down and watch it, <clears throat> and it's you really don't even realize it as you're watching the movie it's like a completely separate movie like you'd realize the you know the main plot points but it's uh, there's so much different stuff about it and like you know what i mean there's so much stuff happening that's di- that didn't happen in the first one it's a great movie and like youtube give it a little bit okay. of a break yes it is meh but go back and watch it and you still get those happy smiles you don't get those happy smiles when you watch last jedi at least i don't <laughs> oh no yeah no, yeah you're right you're absolutely yeah. right Okay, I'm going to rate, uh, nobody cares about my opinion. Um, I normally don't like to give my opinion as the host. Uh, but let's, I'm going to, so first of all, I remember when the news came out. I was in, I was in uh, college, uh, I was in art class, and me and my friend, uh, she really loves Star Wars. We both love Star Wars. We're out on a smoke break. I'm like, what? She's like, they bought... Uh, they're making more Star Wars movies. Seven, eight, nine coming out right now. I remember, I, like, I still remember to this day, like it was yesterday. And like in my head, I was like, I'm kind of content with what I have. Yet, like, if you could do it right, I'll be happy. Like, I thought about Boba Fett, and I thought about like, what if, w- like, what is after, you know? And especially, I got more psyched when I heard it's gonna be 30 years after, and we're gonna get to see our heroes, but in a different way. So. Mm. Um, now I'm on the other side of it. This is Sebastian in, in 2018, um, almost six years later, and I, I'm okay with it. Like, I, you know, I bet I'm better with than without, because like I said, as much as I complain about it, I'm still getting Star Wars and it, a world with Star Wars is better than a world without Star Wars. Cause what, I don't even know if we'd be doing the Fulcrum report, you know what I mean? In this alternate dimension. Uh, yeah. I, I was going to say, like, even though the the films haven't been the best, I've had a lot of memories attached to these new films. Like, I've made thre- friends through it. You know, we've got the podcast and, you know, going to the cinema midnight to see the films. You know, all those good memories have been associated with these new films that I wouldn't have had if they didn't happen. So I'm, gr- I'm grateful we have them. Yeah, and then all right, we, yeah. we talk about The Last Jedi, but it's cool. We can all agree on something, and it's fun to, it's fun to like playfully bash on stuff sometimes you know like i don't know if you guys ever seen the room but i have a friend uh billy actually we watched the room and we watched it like the rocky horror picture show you know you do things during the movie and the room is a garbage movie but if you watch it with the right people it's an awesome movie so uh you know last jedi (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna rate them from worst to best i'm gonna i'm gonna go last jedi solo force awakens rogue one and that's I'm um, chiseling that in stone. We'll review it next year, but that's where I'm at right now. So agreed. Okay, cool. All right. Um, and then okay, so you know we're all big boys here, so we ba- we base you know the majority of the world bases their opinion off the movies. Nobody goes, you know, the majority of the audience doesn't have time to go sit down and watch these shows, watch the comics, play the video games. But um, us as Star Wars fans, we have that pleasure. So, um, Star Wars comics, games, you know, anything from the extended stuff. They wiped out a whole canon. Are you guys happy with what we're getting from, you know, from the books, from the the comics, from the games, from, you know? Uh, The comic books, absolutely. I mean, they have all the cool stuff that I've wanted. The the show, like the TV shows, absolutely. Uh, The books, I haven't really read any of the new, any of like the new canon books. I've... I was I was well versed in the in the legend stuff, but I not not this. And as for the games, I'm just I'm waiting for them. Like if they can just give me a, if they can give a good one, I'm waiting for it. No, exactly. We got Battlefront, Battlefront Two. Um, in your opinion, what was a bigger disappointment? They're both weirdly disappointing in their own ways. 
Battlefront 2. Very much Battlefront 2. Really? I think yeah. Battlefront 1 is garbage. That game doesn't even play like a Battlefront. In that like It doesn't even play like a Battlefront in my mind should play. You know what I mean? When you say Battlefront and you put future, you know, past Sebastian in front of that thing, I would have been so disappointed. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly. So I was happy with Battlefront too. Uh, not not the all the loot crate stuff and all that BS and and microtransactions, but I was at least happy with like the core, um, how it played, and you know it was it was Battlefront from my childhood, so I was happy about that. Um, yeah, Marshall, mm-hmm. are you? Ha- uh, we have Star Wars comics. Like, uh, uh, so what what are you? You know, out of the extended universe, what are you most pleased with, and what are you maybe most uh... disappointed with? I can only really speak for the games, to be honest. Uh, Battlefront and Battlefront 2 were disappointments. But i I, I got to admit, I did have a bit of fun in Battlefront 2. Gotcha, yeah. So uh, let me ask you the same question. They're both disappointing games, obviously. Um, yeah. What reason was Battlefront 1 disappointing? And then, if you wouldn't mind following up, why was Battlefront 2 disappointing? The, just the, the lack of content in there was insane. Like the lack of modes, the lack of customization. It did, even the maps like Hoth, it didn't feel like Hoth. You know, it just felt soulless. And then they kind of, you know, made it a bit better in Battlefront 2, but it still had that EA soul destroying microtransaction garbage along with Film it. Film well, over so. it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but I did have more fun in there and I still play it from time to time, so. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking about actually hopping back in when Grievous is in there and then like, you know, it, it's a game that I'll like I'll occasionally go back to, but it's nothing that I'm gonna sit down and grind out like I would Call of Duty or anything, you know? Yeah. 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 Cool. Um so any other thoughts on the extent okay, so yeah, games. And then uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. We got that out. Thank you, Marshall. And uh Harrison so I uh, like I said, you're you keep talking about your age, so I'm gonna assume you're a little older than us. Um, so big boys, pretty you know, uh, we have Alex on the show, and he's he said I'm a big boy and I watch movies. I don't have time to watch <laughs> cartoons and stuff. So um, have you have you got into any of the extended universe? And you know, do you care? Um, and if so, what have you liked and disliked? Um, I'm afraid, it? no, no, I, I haven't gone into the extended universe. Um, I, I I see a lot of it's not even just like the idea that. I'm a big boy. It's more. It's time. It's just a time investment. Um, so I, uh, I, I, I do a lot of stuff um, these days, and so unfortunately, watching movies, even that is is something I really have to make time for. So then to then go past the movies and start to get into the books and get into the comics and get into the TV shows um, is is a big investment for me. Uh, that's why like that's why I'm two seasons behind on all the Marvel Netflix shows uh, because I just haven't been able to sit down. And barrel through Luke Cage and barrel through um, Iron Fist. No, I totally agree with you. I, I'm right there with you. Life, it's so sad because there's so much good stuff out there. But for you to seriously try and enjoy everything that they're producing for you, you literally have to like quit your job and break up with your girlfriend and like <laughs> say goodbye to everything you once knew and loved because it, like literally you pretty much only have time to do a couple of your hobbies a day. And, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit down and play Battlefront 12, 12 hours? Or are you going to catch up on your comics? I mean, all this stuff yeah, is, like, I extremely think, uh, time-consuming, the, the, so I'm totally with you. This era that we're in now with the cinematic universes um, versus uh, extended universes, you know, and versus comics and versus all these... The way we think about canon um, is a really changing point right now um, where... You know, it's like you say, it's impossible to, to really get canon these days um, and to know what's going on. So uh, I think we're in a place where you have to be able to yeah. enjoy the bits that you want to enjoy and that still be valid. It's really sad because I know, um, I'm going to, let me throw out a number. I know about maybe 75% of the Disney canon, but the only reason I know that actually is because I had to go spoil the majority of it for, on like YouTube for videos and stuff. I, I don't have time to sit. I have like books sitting on my shelf right now. They're like 600 pages. I don't have time for that. So like. <laughs> I the only way for me to soak this literally all in is to watch like a Cliff's Note YouTube video on the book or like you know um, I can fit in a show here or there but like yeah it, it's just a bit of work. Do you think that maybe toning it down a bit would would you like maybe a book 
a year would you if um, it mattered uh, no know, no I, I, I don't want to get in the way of how much other people love this universe and all the stuff that they can get out of it um there are people who do have the time and make the time for all these things and even them they're not doing everything they're being selective you know they're they're picking the books they want to read that came out that year you know not everyone's going for everything um so it, it, i i personally choose the things that i'm gonna make time for i've chosen that basically i'm making time for the movies and i can't really make much time for other things um i'd probably make more time for the games if they weren't so multiplayer focused and battlefront-esque that's just not my bag um but i love video games and that's one of the things i do make time for yeah. uh and yeah yeah i i, I everyone the fact that we have such a huge amount of stuff come, coming out means that everyone who wants to love Star Wars can love it in the way that they prefer. Well Couldn't put, agree yeah. more. Well yeah, put. Very well yeah. put. You don't want to play games, but you love books, boom, Star Wars for you. You're not singled out, and that's just something yeah. really cool. Cool. Um, well I, I, this is why we have the Fulcrum Report, because uh, the stuff matters to us. I know we're just talking about these movies, but like by the time we all died, this is something that mattered in all of our lives, and like it's it's really important to us. So it's it's cool to talk about it, and uh, it's it's cool Absolutely, that the yeah. conversations get deeper than just talking about Boba Fett and what blaster he's going to be holding, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, agreed. Very much agreed. Cool. So Ooh, um, yes. let's, uh, Harrison, you weren't here for the quiz question, so we're going to, I'll repeat the quiz question. Yes. So you'll have a, a chance to get in on this week. Um, the mission for this week was to fix the uh, <clears throat> DC Cinematic Universe. Uh, that's the question this week. Fix the DC Cinematic Universe, or how would you? So let's start with Gilbert. Sir Gilbert, how would you fix the DC Cinematic Universe? Easy. I would get rid of all of Batman, Superman, Aquaman. I'd make it about Watchmen. I'd make a, bu- a string of movies about Watchmen. What? About the, yeah, about the Watchmen. I'd make a string of movies about the Watchmen. So what do you do with I'm the comics? I'm glad you're today? not in charge, Gilbs. <laughs> you know what? Boo on you. I want to see more about Rorschach. Show me more Rorschach. I love Rorschach. I'm going to... Okay. Uh, so real quick, would you... Th- Okay, so like I said, we do have to fix this. Um, we have this cinematic. We okay. I'll give you an out. If are we get doing away with Batman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman by going the route of like Doomsday Clock? Are you? I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. like, uh, what's his name? Doctor Manhattan created the whole <laughs> New Fifty Two, and that's why it was so garbage. It is uh, is that is is this garbage also, cinematic universe his responsibility? Or? I mean, yes, but at the same time, like you know, he's Doctor Manhattan. You know, he, he would, would, I don't know. He doesn't. He, would, he doesn't understand what he doesn't understand human emotion. He doesn't understand why why that sucks. <laughs> it was Doctor that you know okay cool. So Doctor Manhattan attempted to make a cinematic universe of his own, and he just doesn't understand what the fans like. Yeah. And so, <laughs> Oh, God, I, all right. I got it. I got it, though. I got it, though. So that's why the, the DCEU, that's why it sucks now, is because Dr. Manhattan made it. <laughs> so he, cre- so he created it, and so, that's, so now we can go make a new Watchmen movie and just retcon all of that. What a conspiracy. He just, like, <laughs> he just like snaps his fingers, and it's all just gone. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. Thank you, Gilbert. Um, Marshall. How are yep. how are we going to fix the cinematic universe? It's a doozy. It's it's a dirty job, but somebody has to do it. How are you going to fix it? <laughs> okay, I think this is going to be my shortest quiz answer <laughs> ever, and it's it's so simple. Hire Christopher Nolan. There there you go. Well, that... let Christopher Nolan direct every DC film from here on out, and you'll be fine. Oh dear God. Okay. That, now... That's the only way to save the DCEU. They need a hero, and that hero is Christopher Nolan. Okay, so let's step into the scenario. I'm DC, and for some reason, I agreed with your idea. So from here on out, uh, is Christopher Nolan going to oversee all, Diz- or, uh, all DC movies? <clears throat> yes. Okay. So plan, plan and is simple. everything going to be extremely dark and gritty? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Oscar-worthy. That's what it's going to be. And, yeah, and then and then the bad guys are gonna have really really dumb voices. You'll have one. You'll have one bad guy that works. 
And then all the rest will talk <laughs> like this. Dude, that's that's more than enough. That is more than enough to ruin it for me. What? No. Let's all be honest about Bane. Bane's voice. Okay, right here. I know you. I know we stop a lot, but like there needs to be some things right here set in stone. What the heck with Bane's voice? Wrong. But no, the, the, not okay. The Christopher Nolan oh. trilogies that are the best DC films ever made, and will ever be made. Well, the first two are. Yeah, the last. Yeah. The last one was just as good. I, in some ways, the last one's no, better than the first one. No, that one. is heresy. That is heresy. Like in a lot of ways. Like yeah, no, nah, I. I'm standing with Marshall on this one. There you go, Harrison. Gotcha. Okay. Now, could I know uh, you? I don't even know you people. Now, Zack Snyder. <laughs> now, okay. Let's talk about this real quick because we have to flesh your thing out, Marshall. Zack Snyder kind of tried to pull a Chris Nolan with his Superman movie, and that was a bit of the backlash. Then they went to Batman v Superman, and I guess that was still too dark for people, even though that's a dark story. But I'm not going to get into that. Suicide Squad. They tried to Guardians it. Wonder Woman apparently worked because that was being made in the middle of other movies. Uh, <laughs> and then we get Justice League, and then they're like, that's them overcompensating to the umpteenth degree. So mm. do people want dark? Do people want light? Do they What, what do we want in <clears throat> out of this DC universe? Or should we... <laughs> I People see why you all commented good. the way you commented. <laughs> I'm about ready to hit that big red button right now. <laughs> People want good movies. You can make a good dark film. You can make a bad dark film. And Chris Nolan got it right. Cool. Gotcha. Mm. Do you think Chris Nolan could do any of the other heroes? I, I'd let him do everything but Wonder Woman. Leave that to Patty Jenkins. Oh my god, there would be an outroar. Or an uproar because if, if, because <laughs> she she made an excellent film and she should do Wonder Woman films forever. Cool, right on. Thank you for your input, sir. No problem. Cool. So we shall go on to Harrison. Oh, um, uh, it's also very simple. Make every movie out of Lego. Because <laughs> because Lego Batman uh, is the best DC oh, movie yes, that, that's possibly awesome. ever been made. We could combine answers. <laughs> yes, I, I. Oh my god! I. Uh, how did I not think of that? And then, that is absolutely true. And all the jokes and materials are built off of the former cinematic universe yeah. and their live-action TV shows, like Titans. So you're good. <laughs> oh, okay. Let me think. Let me think. I shall give the point to. Uh, uh, I'm going to give the point to. <laughs> Well, Gilbert, the thing is, like, are we only doing Watchmen movies? Because <laughs> if I we're mean, only doing well, Watchmen movies, the, uh, Harrison, I'm going to give it to you. We're going to legalize everything. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I was going to say no, but you know what? I, I actually kind of agree. Harrison deserves it, dude. That's so that such a better idea. Yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's simple. We just make everything Lego and animated, and it solves the problem. Yeah. I mean, because anything successful, to be honest, out of DC lately has been their animated and uh, Lego stuff. Yeah. Like, even yeah. those, like, DVD movies, I, there's a fan base for it, and people dig those DVD movies. Like, there's some mm-hmm. diehard... I mean, I even at one point was on the train with that, because it's its own little cinematic universe. And, like, uh, the cartoons are... I don't know about Teen Titans Go. I'm going to not talk about that. But they're at least doing <laughs> weird, interesting things. and they're, So, yeah. No more live action. That's how we fix it easy. <laughs> cool. Um, it's been a blast. Thank you guys so much for showing up for the spoopy episode. <laughs> that must that must have turned into a, a count... Uh, Count Dracula from the Sesame Street. One, two, three. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> One reporter. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, let's count it out. Uh, Gilbert, thank you so much for uh, for being <laughs> on. Not. Do you have any uh, plugs uh, coming down the pipeline? Anything we're working on? None that I've been working on. But, yeah, thank you for having me as always. Uh, it's been a blast. I, I love being on the show. Yeah. No, it's the highlight of my week. And, uh, it, uh, I... I couldn't do it without you guys. So uh, thank you so much. And um, let's go on to Marshall. Thank you, Marshall, so much for being on Machinima Man. Uh, you're the man. <laughs> you're the Machinima Man. Um, <laughs> do you have any plugs for us? <clears throat> uh, thank you for having me back once again. Uh, yeah, I was, the comic just came out on, on this channel, uh, Vader16. I'm playing Dengar. 
Ooh, oh, I yeah, have. I saw that, Mr. Yeah, Nightmare I have. <laughs> yeah, Mr. <laughs> Don't ruin this for me, Sebastian. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> yeah, I have two lines, and they're quite distorted over a hologram. But yeah, I'm in there. I'm in there. Oh, I always love you those. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. No problem. Thank you. Cool. And uh, Gilbert, yeah, no, actually, I've been looking into, uh, this is a message for you guys out on the channel. We're also trying to look into getting the show on iTunes and possibly Spotify. I've looked into iTunes, and it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. So um, awesome. we sh should maybe possibly sh soon be uh, spreading our tentacles, Very the Fulcrum Report. <laughs> <laughs> You have to go very Lovecraftian for this uh, for the spoopy episode. <laughs> but uh, cool. And yeah, uh, Harrison, my, thank oh, you my. so much for being on. It's it's a blast. Um, shame for showing up halfway through. <laughs> but uh, it's it's yeah, uh, man. Oh my. No, take it away. Do you have any plugs or anything you've been working on? Thank you so much for being on the show. I mentioned it uh, before, but uh, the this Halloween uh, is when we have dropped. Uh, Figment Journey into Imagination, starring myself as the Dream Finder. And uh, that'll be uh, good for any fans of old Disneyland rides and Epcot Center rides. They'll get some real good nostalgia for that. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. Nice. I'm waiting for the Captain uh, EO comic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I'm going to end the episode there. Like I said, uh, we had a little bit more fun this episode because it's Halloween and we get to, to be fun and goofy. Uh, and I probably won't let us be fun and goofy till uh, maybe Christmas. So, <laughs> yes, we got it all out. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a weird uh, Thanksgiving episode, but uh, uh, like I said, thank you guys so much. I'm your host, uh, Sebastian. You can follow us on, you can follow us, uh, almost all of us on Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can please like this video if you wouldn't mind. Uh, hit the bell notification so you know when the videos are coming up. Subscribe to the uh, channel so you know. Uh, when you know we have lots of cool stuff coming out and uh, it, it's awesome that you guys get to share it with us and then also uh, make sure to comment below and like I said on the uh, on the social media I constantly have polls going out there and then I'm making more and more every day I'm getting more active that's been one of my initiatives is to try and be active once a day on on Twitter and Instagram so uh, come join us there for the Fulcrum Report we're having a blast and uh, I, I am out of breath I can't say anymore Fulcrum Report out <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>